Welcome to the Talking 306 Podcast, an original Saskatchewan podcast hosted by me, Dale Richardson. On this episode of the Talking 306 Podcast, my guest is Ryan Lear. Ryan Lear is a yoga teacher and founder of One Yoga, a yoga studio with locations in Saskatoon, Vancouver, Victoria, Trinidad and Tobago, and soon Iceland. I sat down with Ryan in Saskatoon recently to discuss his life, including growing up in Saskatoon, his love for basketball, his yoga journey, mental health, losing a child, and the state of the world today through his eyes. My name is Dale Richardson, and I'm the host of the Talking 306 podcast, and this is my conversation with Ryan Lear. Yeah, no, that should be that should be good. Okay, Ryan Lear, my old friend. We've we've seen each other again, so thank thank you for doing this. Um, Thanks for having me, bro. Yeah, yeah, no good. So um, a lot of people that you probably know these days know you as Ryan Lear, the yoga dude with the big beard and the long hair, but people like me and others in Saskatoon know you from way back in the day from from your basketball career. And from being a, a very young guy with no beard and short hair <laughs> playing basketball. So um, let's just, if we can talk a bit about your life in Saskatoon growing up and things a little bit about that. So Saskatoon is, is your hometown, right? Yeah, born and raised. Right. So, and you went to Aiden Bowman. Yeah. Aiden Bowman Bears, great. Bowman, so, Bears, yeah. Bowman, Bears. So, so did, did you grow up in, in that area of Saskatoon? Well, I grew up in uh, Wildwood. Yeah. Yeah, on the east side. Most of the people from my elementary school went to um, Murray, but I, I, I and a buddy went to Bowman to play basketball, really, because John Cleland was coaching. Yes. We thought it would be yeah. really fun to play over there. Yeah, legendary uh, coach at Bowman who, and then... Paul Humbert, I think, followed after him, and yeah, no, it was it was a great basketball high school, and, and still is, and yeah, no. Bo- Did you go to Bowman? Too? I went, yeah, I went yeah, to Bowman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were buddies, and I I played basketball in grade nine and ten, and then uh, focused on on water skiing. So I I kind of dropped basketball in the in the last couple years of high school. So yeah, okay. So you went to Bowman, and then you played with the Huskies. You played basketball with the huskies for for five years five years yeah. yeah i i was able to find some of some stats and you're, you're um a great investigator <laughs> what so so what was what what year was your first year with them because because i read that in 1998 1999 which was greg jockham's uh first year as head coach you, you guys were terrible you were one in 19 like that was not a it was not a good year for the huskies basketball program was that was that your rookie year, like or one of the first couple of years? Because you, because um, I think you you played until one maybe or right around there. You know, that- I th- I don't I don't know for sure, but I know that my school my grades weren't that good, mm. so I had to take a year off. Okay, and I think that might have been Coach Jockham's first year. Yeah, because I took a year or two off there. Okay, um, but 
the first couple of years we were terrible just, dude just a little closer yeah, yeah we were terrible but um yeah. by the end we were starting to get towards the playoffs yeah yeah no that's good yeah i i found the the one in 19 year and i and i went oh there's not that many w's in this in this oh score sheet for the year but imagine the thing you love and being super competitive it was tough those were tough years losing yeah all those games and 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 now for the for the huskies basketball program for both the men and the women like they're in the playoffs every year like it's it's a disappointment if they don't make canada west finals really so it's nice that that the husky basketball programs have turned around uh but maybe maybe you were the one that got it started well thanks with the, buddy with the success so um and then when when did you, how did you get to play for the for for the Saskatchewan Hawks? Cuz you cuz cuz you played with them one of their seasons in Saskatoon, right? Yeah, I played like 5 games. I practiced with the team for lots of the year. That was really cool, man. Those guys are so good. Yeah. So like the worst guys in the CBA are the best guys around yeah. here, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um so the so the Hawks for the for people that don't know they were this they were part of the Continental Basketball Association or or I think the one year they were part of that and then they were part of the the International Basketball Association or, or you know a couple of or no Intercontinental or something weird like that and um, did you was was Melvin Levitt or Melvin Leggett on the on the team. The with levitator. You? Yeah, Levitt. Yeah. Yeah, from Cincinnati. That's right. Yeah, he was he was quite the quite the dunker. He was in the he was in a couple of dunk contests. I know, and yeah, I know that he was on that team. That was that was a big deal. And Lawrence Moton, like all time leading scorer at Syracuse, poetry in Moton. Right. A great nickname. Yeah. Um, he was on the team. So smooth, dude. So talented. Yeah. Like he was almost. He had a few years in the NBA. He was a first round draft pick. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. There's a there's a there's a pro basketball team coming back to Saskatoon, and I think next year maybe so, maybe a, go, maybe dude. a comeback. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, <laughs> I think I could get up and down the court maybe once. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You could you could do it. Um, so how did how did you get from from doing doing that to getting overseas to 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 play basketball? Yeah. So because did you go right to iceland to to play yeah yeah i played two seasons there it was either france or iceland and i had a buddy kevin gramberg who played at bowman and at u of s who had a really um great club there that so i went and played with kev in his club yeah and like the minor leagues okay so but but was that like the like the pro league in iceland or yeah they have like probably 14 15 i don't know they got lots of teams and they would have two imports per team yeah, um, ma- mainly American dudes, a um, couple Canadians. There was another Canadian, Craig Peterson, and mm. um, I don't know if there's other Canadians. Yeah, okay, <laughs> but but you were the two guys on on that team. Yeah, yeah. actually, he had a, a Danish citizenship card or something. So there okay. was always another guy. Like we for a while, we had this guy from St. John's, Reggie Jesse. Oh yeah, and Mo Ingram, a guy from Chicago. Yeah. It's pretty fun. Those That's are cool. fun days. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you were, okay? So you were you were in Iceland playing, and then and then of course the the story about how you got into into yoga is that you you banged up your shoulder or something, and then you 
as a, as, as a way to rehab you, you started doing, doing yoga pretty, pretty regularly. Is that right? Yeah, it got you, me hooked. You'd said earlier or, or that, that you had taken some classes in, in uh, university, but like you really got into it once you, once you got hurt. Is that? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I, I did a few classes at Yoga Central, a 10 class thing with Patricia Dewar, a great teacher here in Saskatoon, yeah. John Dewar and Dan Dewar. Right, yeah. They have a famous basketball family. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, but you know, I was meditating in high school. I was into that part of it, but then I just didn't make time for it. I took a, that 10 class and then I never really went back to it. And then after I hurt myself, I just, I went to it every day pretty mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. And I got a couple of great books, Light on Yoga by BKS Iyengar, and then Journey into Power by Baron Baptiste. Right. Yeah. So, and I'll just add one other thing to that. Mm. And I was also like, I had a Kaya, my daughter was like two or three and I, it was hard being that far away. So yeah. that was the other deciding factor of me coming back and staying away from basketball and doing the yogas, having yeah. Kaya in Saskatoon. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I know your daughter. She's how old is she now? She's 16, dude. She's oh, got her my. driver's license. Watch out city oh, of no. Saskatoon. Jeez. on the road. <laughs> Where did she go to high school? Bowman? Dude. Do you want to say? You don't need to say if you don't if you don't want to. Holy Cross. Oh no. I know. The rival. The rival yeah. high school. So I don't know who to cheer for anymore. Yeah, that's okay. And does she play play basketball too or do any of that stuff? No, she's really into dance. That's, that's cool. like where she's put her her energy school and dance. That's cool. Um just before we go on to on onto more of your journey did you play hockey growing up before you got into basketball that yeah. was that was one thing that i read too flyers dude okay Goalie. Yeah, i was the you, oh you played goal what did eh? you play no i didn't i didn't play hockey basketball was my thing and then um yeah i was i was in the bobcats region i don't know if, if my buddies really did, did that great i think they had a couple a couple of years where they were where they were not too bad so but then but then you picked up basketball hey yeah grade yeah. six i started playing yeah. Yeah, great. Grade six is when you start to play in the in the big high school gyms, and you kind of look around and go, "Oh, yeah, this is pretty sweet here." Hey, yeah. Yeah. Um, how much How much of the NBA do you watch these days? How much How much of it do you catch? Uh, I, I watch it like as much as possible. Yeah. I just went to the Clippers. Um, the Golden, Golden State, State game. Oh, the, like on Tuesday or yeah. like Monday maybe. Went into OT. Yeah. Lou Williams scored the last 10 points. Yeah. No, and this, of course, was the game where Draymond Green and Kevin Durant got into the, the big thing. And who knows, maybe maybe because of that, Kevin Durant won't be on with Golden State next year. Yeah. That was so do you, do you think, like I think that the NBA is in maybe one, like it's probably one of the best times for the NBA right now i mean it's it's so player player centric and like it's it's really those guys who are who are making the league the league compared to the nfl which is i mean those guys now like they can't speak out without getting fined they can't take take political positions without you know trump making a big deal about it but it but it seems like like the nba guys are yeah that they're doing it it's cool yeah, they were. There's the Lakers and the Clips. I think both of them. I know the Lakers did. They had a shirt that said "Enough" and it had the names of a bunch of the people who got killed and like yeah. in that latest shooting yeah. in Cali, which was so at the at the country bar. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. Which was interesting because I was teaching healthcare practitioners, nurses and doctors a retreat out there like 20 miles from that shooting that night. It was really um, so heavy in the States, dude. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, I think the NBA guys, they they can, they have a lot more freedom than the guys in the yeah. NFL. The NFL seems like so military, dude, and like... <clears throat> well, yeah, I think I I think Trump has has exploited the you know with the flag thing and the and all that you know kneeling and, and the, at the national anthem and yeah you know credit I think credit to the to the NBA to to the owners in the NBA that they know that their players are what makes the league the league and and they you know if if those guys want to do it then then they can do it so. Um, any opinion on who the, who the greatest of all time is, uh, LeBron or Michael? I don't know, dude. I would have. You've been to... you've been like, but you were like you were able to probably watch Michael in his in his heyday. I I kind of caught the tail end of him at the at the late nineties, and I don't know. Any... Yeah, I don't know if he was he like you couldn't really beat him, dude. He's a killer. Who Mike? Yeah, Michael, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think a one on one between them, to both of them in their prime, would just be. Amazing. It'd be amazing. Um, okay, back back to your journey a bit. So you you come back to Saskatoon after playing overseas and like how how did the transition go between basketball and really getting into teaching yoga and moving towards this really interesting life where you've kind of you know built a brand for yourself? Like did you did you um, start teaching classes as soon as you got back to Saskatoon did you do teacher training or yeah what did that look like well th- thankfully my parents are so great dude they took me in for a couple years and I lived in their basement yeah and um, and I applied for this thing through the government of Saskatchewan maybe government of Canada skills training benefit and so I told them that I wanted to train to be a yoga teacher, so they supported me to go to a teacher training um, with Baron Baptiste, the dude I mentioned yep. in Hawaii, yep. and then in Calgary I did a Iyengar yoga teacher training. So I did these two trainings, and then I opened a studio. Like, well, I started teaching at a dance studio, at a bunch of different gyms and places, and then eventually built the yoga studio. But like my parents and the government so so um supportive do really that's interesting yeah i've I've never heard of a government sponsored yoga teacher training but that's yeah i mean obviously i, I mean the goal was obviously or probably the hope was to spur some entrepreneurship you know but doing something like that and that you would you know open businesses around while well, you're in saskatoon and then um and then the other studio locations that that you guys have opened with 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 one yoga right yeah how many how many studios do you, do you have now um four or five Reykjavik Iceland is just getting finalized but we got Trinidad cool. um, yeah when did when did that one open up probably in Trinidad four years ago oh really that's I'm not cool sure around four years ago why why there did you did you travel there and you, you like the vibe of the vibe of it there and said i think we should do a studio yeah really sweet guy came to a couple of the trainings troy who was just um really an inspired yogi and he asked me to open a studio and i said sure dude i uh, first time i went out there was last year 
Okay. The, the vibe is pretty sweet in Trinidad. Yeah. Um, one of one of my heroes is is Anthony Bourdain with you know Parts Unknown, and he did he did an episode, but, but I can't for, I can't. He either did it in Trinidad or, or or Tobago, but it was the one that's more more industrial and not as touristy. Is that probably Trini? It was really industrial there. Yeah, yeah. No, that was yeah that that was a really interesting episode because I think people think of Trinidad and Tobago and they think oh you know beaches and hot weather, but he like it was really focused on like people hustling and working like intense industrial jobs at factories and. And you know the message was basically this is, I mean, it's nice on the other part of Trinidad and Tobago, but here people are are working. So, yeah, no. I love being at the studio there. It was cool, man, because the age, there was like young people to old folks, and then there was every every color and race, dude. Like it was yeah. such a melting pot. Yeah, it was cool. It was very. Um, I just looked at it as very multicultural. In yeah. Germany. Yeah, no, it's cool. I'd like, to, I'd like to go there, so maybe. Well, you got a great studio and a home with those guys. Yeah, okay. Yeah. No, yeah, that's good to know. And then you've got studios in Vancouver and and Victoria as well, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. So, how how much time do you do you spend? Like, I know that you travel. It seems like a lot these days. Uh, I might be wrong. Just based on your social media and from what I gathered, it seems like you're in a bunch of different places. Um, how how much do you do you travel these days to uh, you know to the to the to your studio locations or just around the world teaching, uh, you know workshops like in California that you talked about? Yeah, you know I'm probably on the road maybe half like half the time. Really? So that Willie Nelson song is a real one for me. Yeah. But I love yeah. I love it especially in the winter here. Mm. Um, it used to be I would have to go to places I didn't want to go to to teach yoga to make a, a living at it and now I'm kind of able to pretty much pick and choose where I want to go and for how long that's nice I've got a great network of support with Lululemon yeah like they yeah they help my nonprofit and they help the they help me get out there you know yeah that, that, that was one thing that I was going to bring up so thanks for for teeing it up for me um so i used to work for for that company here here in saskatoon for a number of years um one one thing i'm wondering for for you and and you just said that they're a major like a major sponsor for your you're one of their global ambassadors right yeah yeah do do any of your students or or followers i guess you know see that and think oh this is that's a pretty major be like big corporation like like does anyone go like like ryan what's your deal with that company why do you like is it like you know what i'm what i'm saying i've got it a handful of times yeah what's your what's your perspective on on that well it's funny dude i used to be anti-lulu at the beginning Mm. and pretty critical of some of the practices um just with everything from plastic to big corporation and stuff. Yeah. And um, I ended up meeting a lot of people in the company, and everybody I was meeting was so sweet, and and I enjoyed their outlook and stuff. So I kind of got into the community through the people, and now um, 
they're so supportive of my nonprofit, dude, and yeah. of the things I'm doing. I uh, I feel like I can kind of like influence things from the inside with them. If there are things that I'm not into, I I address it straight up with them. You know, that's cool. Everything from paper towels to mm. wasting um, yoga mats. Yeah, know. yeah. So so there's people there that that'll listen to to the feedback. Yeah, that they've, yeah, they've got a great social impact team there. Yeah, I, I'm really, I love the company. It's funny, I would have never said that years ago, but I really do respect um, the the company. That's cool. That's good. Uh, speaking of your nonprofit, can you, can you just talk, talk about that for a bit? This is um, the nonprofit that basically you guys go and te teach yoga to, to young kids, and right? Yeah. Try, to, tr try to reach as many... Uh, like a lot of at-risk youth as well, right? Is that yeah, correct? Yeah, that's it. It's, yeah. Um, it's called Vinyasa Yoga for Youth. It was just going to be Yoga for Youth, but the government wanted us to make it more specific. But it's yoga to youth, even young adults, like up to 25. We basically go from little kids. The focus lately is mainly on teenagers and getting it up north. Yeah. And we realize all youth are kind of at risk just by being teenagers and youth. Yeah. But we're, we're focusing on getting up north and we're focusing on preventative medicine, really. It's basically, I realized how valuable yoga was for me. And as I talked to more people, my Tibetan Buddhist prof, James Mullins, he said, well, why don't you get yoga to them before all of the addictions and the... Mm -hmm before the intense um, habits that sometimes break people get to them. Yeah. So we're just trying to give kids a, a way to be free um, and to make their own decisions and to empower them and make them more powerful, peaceful um, humans. Because yeah. um, yoga is so much about the mental stuff. Right, yeah. Let's take a quick break to talk about our sponsor for this episode, 306 Media and Communications. 306 Media and Communications helps businesses and organizations with any help that they may need with public relations, social media advertising, and communications. Uh, if you need help with social media ads, like on Facebook or Instagram, Twitter or Snapchat, if you need media relations and media training help to get ready to talk to a local reporter, if something has happened in, in your organization and you need some issues or crisis management help, if you're getting ready to start a campaign, whether that be a political campaign or some kind of advertising campaign and need to figure out your messaging for it, or if you need some writing services like speech writing or press releases or blog articles, 306 Media Communications can help you. For more information, contact by email at info at 306media.ca or visit the website www.306media.ca or by calling 306-527-1914. Now, let's get back to the episode. Well, yeah, like... We were talking about this before we we hit record, but you um, one of the reasons I, I I think I read that that you liked yoga in the first place was that at some point in your life you had 
dealt with some some mental health issues and and that was doing yoga was a way to to help with that to to heal or you know i guess help with that overall is, is that accurate yeah definitely yeah. you know I, I went through anxiety depression i've i've been like medicated and i um I found that yoga was the most effective thing for me, even more than being on meds to um, control the fluctuations of the dark depression and the anxiety. And I was like, when I found yoga, dude, it basically, I was pretty much like suicidal. Really? Yeah, just like I wasn't able to cope with the depression. And yoga gave me freedom from that. So I've, I'm, I've been, uh, been trying to share it ever since because yeah. I was hopeless. And I feel so blessed now to to be able to deal with, yeah, to just not want to be, to want to be on this planet is yeah. a really good uh, feeling when yeah. you've been for years not wanting to. You yeah, know? not to not to talk too, too much about it, but um, I think it is important. Like, like what's the what's the? Do you know much about the like the physiological part of of why yoga can help so much with helping? mental health um like is it like what what exactly is it about yoga that that helps people not be as depressed anymore or feeling suicidal like do you, uh, what's your uh, yeah what's your what's your knowledge about that yeah um i don't know how scientific it is but if you do it it works basically like mm. so with yoga therapy, if somebody's depressed, you would get them in lots of back bends and ask them to um, empower their spine. And if somebody is has anxiety, you get them to work on their exhalation and unconsciously relaxing and doing forward bending. Um, so you can like use the postures to access or to deal with specific things. But seriously, man, just doing it every day. And getting present, I think it has something to do with mindfulness and getting present. But yeah. it's, when you can get real and get present, it kind of like pushes or allows those things to move to the side. It's like a remembered well-being or something that comes with yoga. That's interesting. Yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah. I I suppose I could I could do it a bit more than than I do in yeah. that regard. I heard um, yoga mala is really good in Regina. Yeah. And yeah. Bodhi tree yoga. Yes. That's yes. all I know there. Yeah. Um, your, your yoga work and travels have, um, have connected you with some interesting people around the world. Your friendship with, with Wynn Butler with Arcade Fire is, of course is quite famous and um, people, people like Michael Franti and other folks like that um do you do you ever travel with with arcade fire like do you ever because you 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 were on tour with them a, a number of years back like you, you became kind of more famous maybe than you were because you were you were the arcade fires yoga teacher do you like do, do you do stuff like that or maybe beyond that just maybe if you can talk a bit about the the, the friendships you've made with interesting people like that or i guess people that have become pretty pretty famous yeah the um 
the Arcade Fire thing's so great for me because they're my favorite band. Mm, yeah. So I, I just, I got to be on the end of their tour. They just finished up in San Francisco and in Vegas. Like just recently? Yeah. Oh, great. And they're, cool. they're playing the funeral album front to back and yeah. then songs. It's so good. Yeah. So it was cool to see them like happy to be playing those last few shows because it was like a year and a half tour. I would go on what? and off. What? A year and a half? Dude, they were, yeah, it was... Jeez. It was wild. Wow. And I got to go hang with them in Iceland at the end of their tour, uh, their Great. Europe part of the tour. So it's cool because um, they're so inspiring and their music's so beautiful. So I take every opportunity I, I get to, to hang with those guys. Yeah. And I, I kind of, it's inspiring being around people who are really like doing what they're here to do and, and just living their life like with passion, you know? Yeah. Did 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 your did the relationship with <clears throat> with with Win Butler did that become more of a thing because you guys both love basketball like he like you guys have played in the charity or he at least has played in the in the NBA charity game or or like you guys did a, you did a charity basketball game a couple of years back right yeah and he's got a thing in Montreal called Pop versus Jock that I went yeah, and played but, at yeah that's what I'm thinking of that's right yeah. and I go to. Lulu brings me to the NBA stuff to do yoga events while he's playing in the celeb game, so that's pretty cool. Great. Kaya got to FaceTime with like some rock, like rappers and rockers. It was oh. pretty sweet. It's funny. That's just, great. You see all these people on TV, and um, to see them in real life is pretty funny and cool. Yeah, yeah. No, that yeah, that's that seems like a, like a neat life to be doing that. Um, if we can, if we can just talk about this for a minute ryan um we, we talked about it briefly before we started doing this as well um you've you've had a really interesting life and and really great experiences and um and and a lot of happiness um some some sad things we like we talked about some of some of your depression um but you lost a baby not uh, four years ago i think uh, Thor Grace and I know that you've you've talked a little bit about that as, you know just as um, trying to trying to heal from that um, if you if you feel comfortable and you can do want to just talk about her a little bit and how she's still part of your life I guess yeah man um, hardest thing by far ever um, experienced but there's so much beauty that's come from it. And um, I feel like it was 2013, so I feel like I'm only starting to heal. Like, I went, the first year, um, I was totally, I was fine. I just kept working and supporting Caitlin and Kaya. Yeah. And, but then after about nine months to a year, it hit me. And I, like, got back into the darkness, dude, for six months. Like, really? I, couldn't, I didn't even want to be on my yoga mat. Um, the suicidalness came right back. It was it was heavy, um, and you know, one night, it was probably six months into the depression. Like my parents came back here to support me, and I was in rough shape. Um, and one night, Kaya, my sixteen-year-old. So when people ask me how many kids I have, now yeah. I say two. Yeah. I have one here who's dancing, Kaya, and one Thora who's kind of like flying everywhere yeah and i do feel her once in a while actually most of the time which gives me some solace 
Um, but one night Kaya came up and she slept beside me and I just listened to her breathe all night, dude. I don't think I slept until early, early morning. And, um, I realized, listen, like you still, well, I got this, this, I realized I ha I still have a daughter here that I love and that I need to t take care of. And so she gets me through a lot having her. So I don't know what I'd do without Kaya, dude. Yeah. Um, and while I was going through that depression, my yoga teacher came from India and he gave me some work to do every day, about an hour of mainly restorative yoga and breathing. And it helped to get me back on my feet and then back on my head because I like to do headstands. Yeah, yeah. No, I know that. Um well, th th thanks for talking about that. Yeah, thanks yeah. for asking. Dude. Yeah, that's. Uh, I think it. I think it's helpful for for people, and I'm and I'm and I'm sure that you've 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 experienced this in talking to people. You know, it, it's um, it's a it's a common. Sadly, it's a more common thing. You know, pe people using losing babies or you know very very young children, and I mean I. I'm certain that talking about it more makes it makes it a, a little bit easier than 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 you know as hard as it is I guess so um, so thanks for thanks for sharing that part of your of your life and I your appreciate dream. you asking about our dude yeah um, one one thing I wanted to um, get get your take on is um, you you as we talked about you've traveled all over the world. You always come back to Saskatoon though. And I know that, that your daughter is here, obviously, you know, she's in high school, but um, what, you know, sure, sure that you've had other opportunities to move full time to Vancouver or Victoria or Trinidad and Tobago, you know, whatever, um, you know, bigger places, I guess. Why, why do you keep coming back to Saskatoon and, um, do you, do, and do you plan to stay here for the long term, I guess? Yeah, the main reason I, I come here is for Kaya. Yeah. Um, I've also got some really dear friends here from the old days and in this community. So this there's something about the people here I really love, um, like the kindness or the community vibes here. Mm. So I, I like coming back to this flat balanced land and and i don't feel like um people are pretty laid back here and pretty real and there's something beautiful about the community that i love about saskatoon i don't know dude what i'm gonna do when kai goes to university if i'm gonna stay here or go mm. the winter is getting harder for me though yeah like yeah last yesterday i was in la and <laughs> on Maui and Kauai before that and just like to yeah. be in the sun and then to come yeah. back to the snow is intense yeah. I've never I've never gone gone to Los Angeles and and I don't know if I'd want to live there based on just what everyone says about the traffic is just is just horrific but I I I get the appeal of sunshine you know 300 days a year and at least mild temperatures you know of 20 20 degrees at least and then you know, very hot in the summer. I could get behind that, but I, but I think you're right. You know, there's something about living living in Saskatchewan at least, or 
Um, you know, I haven't lived in Saskatoon for, for more than five years ago, for five years now. I've, I've been in, uh, down in, down in Regina, but, but there is something that, yeah, it's, it's home, you know, and it, and it people, and, and that brings people back and it's, you know, it, it gives something for them to, to return to. And yeah, and it's the, and it's the people that live in the community that, that you're in and whether it's old friends or, or just people that you've come to love and yeah, it's, it just makes you feel good, you know? Yeah, man. Um, one, one of the last things that I, that I wanted to ask you was, um, do you, well, two, 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 I guess, and I'll, and I'll ask you this one first. Um, it kind of fits into, into your travels as well. Um, what's, what's the state of the world right now? Like from, uh, you know, like the reason I ask is here in Canada, we, we, you know, the loom, you know, Trump kind of looms large over everything in both the U.S. and in Canada. Um, and that's just based on what we see through through the media, of course, you know, see on the news and on, and on social media. But um, do, you, do you get the sense that things are as dark as, as it's made out to be? Um, and one of the reasons I ask is, I was in I was I was in the in the southern states and at the start of September it was I was in Georgia for my birthday, and we were and we were there visiting and we would walk around and like there was nobody running around saying you know pro Trump things and nobody was you know going around being all upset and angry about it people just seemed to be living their life and. We were in a, in a town that I think is fairly fairly progressive in Georgia, and even there, I mean, people didn't seem to be too worked up about it. So, um, what's your what's your take on that? If you have any, do you, do you think things are okay these days in the in the world, at least from from what you've seen? Oh man! Oh man, that was no. a deep question. No, eh? I, yeah, Georgia. <laughs> I've never been to Georgia. Yeah, yeah, Savannah. We were we were in Savannah. It's great. It's really cool. Yeah, cool. I think you'd like it there, right? Sweet, I heard yeah. good things from yeah. um, a bunch of, from high school. Kelly, a friend of mine, yeah. went to art school there and loved it. Um, I think there's so much hope, dude. I, I I think it is dark. Like even just being in California with all the fires and the shootings, yeah. and I feel grateful to be in Canada. And that being said, there's so much work we have to do with reconciliation and with. The segregation that we have here that's mm. a pretty strong word i know but it's it's like i feel like there's lots of work to to be done but it can be done and i i definitely feel hopeful for this planet man i don't i don't know what else to say i'm i'm pretty yeah. hopeful okay that's I'm, good i'm more like glass yeah. half yeah. full i guess i thought that you would say that so that's so that's good i would have been really concerned if if you'd said yeah no we're in trouble <laughs> we're really in trouble Okay, uh, last question, and, and I ask this as you're stroking your, your beard. Um, couple, a couple of years back, maybe like 2012 or 2013, you shaved, you at that point had your huge beard. I think your hair was probably maybe longer than it is right now. And you shaved your beard right off and cut your hair. And, and, I, and at that point, I, I talked to you about, about it, and, and I remember you saying, it's kind of nice to be able to walk around in Saskatoon and for a little while at least, people don't recognize you. Like it's kind of nice. 
Um, <laughs> I'm a Leo though, so I like when people. Like <laughs> <what I do. laughs> um, yeah, and and anyway, I've 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 thought about that a lot, but now your your beard is back to its regular full length, and your and your hair is long, and you are looking like Ryan the lion. So, um, anyway, I, I I just say that, and and the, the I guess the final question is, what did, what do the the next ten years look like for you? You gonna keep doing this? Are you gonna are you gonna teach yoga until until the day you die? Do you think? I sure hope so. Yeah. But listen to this, dude. I was watching the Laker game on TV last night. Yeah, I caught a bit of it. LeBron was yeah. like going crazy and ball and Rondo. I was really enjoying the game, and I was thinking, oh man, I got to start coaching. So, mm. there's coaching basketball. Coaching basketball. Definitely, I'm gonna keep like keep sharing yoga but um i plan on teaching and sharing for the rest of my life but i not but i also want to um get a little bit deeper back into basketball and into dance like i love um dancing myself and i love how kai is dancing so yeah i want to keep that world like what what kind of dance and i love film too and okay. music i don't you know like everything <laughs> You, that's what, you have a lot of you have yeah. a lot of options open, man. Yeah, I'm gonna um, learn to play guitar again or something. Okay. Next ten years, I want to keep learning, like keep learning new things. Yeah. That's the that's the lifelong journey, I guess. eh? Yeah, and yeah. the cool thing about yoga is like the more you know, the more you know you don't know. Mm. So then you're just like constantly. You could constantly be. Um, learning and studying and um, waking up, you know. Yeah, that's cool. Well, um, we got to get you into the yoga now. Yeah, no, I I was practicing when I uh, when I lived in Saskatoon, and then it just seemed like when I moved to Regina, things kind of I don't know got got into the work that I was doing, and yeah, and I and I I guess I never really really looked for a studio. That was kind of my place in Regina, but yeah, yeah. hopefully. How come? How come you guys have never opened one there, in Regina? I never really liked Regina that much, dude. <laughs> but the last time I went for uh, last two trips there were great. So maybe I need to um, yeah. be a little more open to Regina. Yeah. Um. I just yeah. I don't have a lot of community there. Hmm. I understand. But the folk fest was really cool. Yeah. 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 The music festival there. It's kind of like a smaller jazz fest although regina's folk festival actually i i hate to say this i think had a better lineup than the jazz fest did this this past summer oh, folk man. fest in regina was good it was yeah. really good yeah um well ryan thanks uh thanks for your time thanks for doing this it's i i thought that this would be a good interview and it was yeah i'm glad you liked it thanks so, for, for having me yeah thanks it's good to see you again Good to see you too. Thanks, thanks for do, for doing this, and and good luck with everything that, with your learning how to play guitar and coaching basketball and dancing and filming you're gonna do. So. Yeah. Thanks, boss. Thanks. Cool. That's it for this episode of the Talking Three Hundred Six podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the Talking Three Hundred Six podcast on Apple Podcasts on your iPhone. Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Give us a follow on social media as well. 
Talking 306 is on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Theme music for the Talking 306 podcast is by Saskatoon artist Maybe Smith with a song that I think is very fitting for Saskatchewan called You Would Never Survive the Winters in This Province. Thanks again for tuning in. See you next time.